All right, all right, all right. How's everybody doing on this beautiful Wednesday? Because it is midnight podcast, so it is Wednesday. But I hope y'all having a beautiful time. And, you know, hopefully y'all week is going good. Christmas time coming up. Hopefully y'all done bought all the all the gifts and stuff y'all planning on buying. For especially, I remember what my mom used to do. <laughs> she used to... uh get our gifts like a lot on Black Friday and then like keep them in storage or layaway. Is layaway even a thing anymore? Like I I don't even know if it's like a a thing. But I know we had it a lot when I was young. I'm acting like I was old. But she used to put that stuff on layaway, having time for Christmas. Damn, do kids even like believe in I don't know if I ever, man, I'm so spaced out, but I don't know if I ever believed in like Santa Claus. Like that, it wasn't like a thing, you know, like it wasn't like, oh, Santa's going to get you this present and all that. Like we knew my mom was buying this shit. My mom and my stepdad was buying it. They, they like never like hid the fact that they was buying maybe like when I was like three, four, five, six, but like after, after like six, it was like, yeah, we buying y'all presents. Ain't, (laughs) it's no fucking Santa Claus buying y'all fucking presents. We're buying y'all presents. Y'all know it's coming from us. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't know that, that was okay. Like no one, like no one, got like hurt that Santa Claus wasn't real we knew it was like a movie and a made-up thing and all that I don't know though like do you tell your kids like oh there's no fucking Santa Claus early that way they don't sit there and expect and be the only kids still thinking like at like 12 13 years old that Santa Claus is fucking real you you don't want that you you don't want your kids to be like that dog but hey we we didn't really believe in that, but I know my mom used to put all our gifts and stuff on layaway. Used to get that shit popping when Christmas came. I don't really wrap presents anymore. Like you you know what I you know what I didn't uh as a kid, what I didn't really fuck with? I didn't really fuck with uh getting clothes for Christmas. Getting clothes for Christmas to me like we're gonna get into the main shit of the podcast, but getting clothes for Christmas for me was like, eh. Like, oh man, I want like a video game and all that kind of shit. Like, you know, you you want some game stuff. You want like something you can use as a kid. Now, fucking clothes is amazing. I if you if I get like like two pair like two like packages of socks. And stuff like that. And and underwear. <laughs> and underwear. Like some briefs and shit like that for Christmas. I'm I'm happy. Because it's like shit. Do do y'all know how much this shit costs? Like for like a three pack of briefs, it's like twenty something dollars. I'm like, damn, you give you get a brother two of them packs, get some socks. Get two uh like eight to six pair of socks. That shit like twelve dollars a pop as is too. 
you get both of those things set, that that's run you like sixty some dollars. It, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, but I remember why I didn't used to fuck with getting clothes like that. And don't talk about how much jeans cost. That don't even make sense. We 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 ain't talking about the American economy right now. Cause this shit is fucking crazy. We got people out here still making seven fifty and having to basically three three hours, three to four hours worth of work. Sometimes five hours worth of work you putting on a pair of jeans. You paying for a fucking pair of jeans. That that don't even make sense to me. Like it doesn't even make any close to bit of sense for me, but I guess that's the fucking world we live in. Legit need to up the the fucking minimum wage to ten dollars. Cause this this don't even make sense. I know it's gonna raise the prices of certain stuff, but shit, can we do it? Because man, I, I used to if you you go back like three, four years for me ago, I was walking an hour to work every day to work in a stock room making seven dollars and fifty cent and then walk an hour back home. This shit was fucking real. It was real. It was it was not fun. It was, I did that for a year straight. You threw the fucking rain, the the cold ass weather, all of that, just to just to make to that damn stock room every day. Boy, that 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 was rough. That was rough. And to think to to think you spending hours in that thing and you only getting a little certain amount of pay. And to buy clothes with that, that's just, that's just, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day that I used to work with at this, at this specific job, which was a really fun job. But if they just paid a little more money, I think they would be able to keep a lot of people that they have. But because it's a fun job and it, it was very like a good working environment. Because of that, if you just upped your pay to like $14 an hour, 14 to $15 an hour, I think you could retain a lot of people that would, a lot of good people that basically get a people raise that need a raise, dude. Give them a raise because sometimes you, you want to retain the good people like because they'll end up leaving you just so they can get better pay because that's what they need for their families. And that's what they need for themselves. Uh, you can't sit at a place just making a minimal amount of cash when something's that that is less fun. Something that's less fun, but it meets your needs financially. The other job is really fun, but it doesn't meet your needs financially. Which fucking sucks. It also sucks is sometimes sometimes you're at a job that really just holds you. It just fucking holds you. And and there's nothing you can do about it. That's why that's why oftentimes that's really why I I went to the the side of being an entrepreneur because I never wanted anybody to really have control over my destiny. That that is probably some of the worst shit ever to have 
you're not in control really of your own income and finances because you're at the mercy of somebody else and they can decide to do what they want with you as they please. Like when, of course, when you're an entrepreneur, you're, you, you trade one for the other, right? You trade having a boss for you relying on your customers. But I'd rather rely on that than rely on the whim of a person that's in charge because they they can always flip up and change. Uh, they can always look for something just to just to get rid of somebody and to and to do some really fucked up shit that that's just is what it is. That's why I always lean towards that side because you control it yourself. Is you control the narrative. Even though if you if you have a good product and you believe in that product and you believe in that service that you have, you can always go further than you trying to push something that you don't believe in that's not yours. Cause you're let's be frank. You're no one's gonna make you work harder than you are for your own thing. Like when you're pushing someone else's thing, it it's nowhere near gonna be how to how you're gonna push it if it's yours. If you eat, breathe, and believe in that thing that is yours, you're always gonna do better for yourself than you are for somebody else. That's just fundamental. That's just human nature. When you believe it for yourself and you're doing it for you first, when you're doing it for you first and then everybody else second, you're always gonna put more put more of an effort in it. When you're making money for someone else and you're only getting a small piece of it, you know that it's not really your money that you're making. You're going to put less of an effort into it. And I I believe that's in most cases, probably 80, 80 percent of the time. You got that other 20 percent where those people are just a bunch of savages and whatever they do, they put a thousand percent of effort into their thing and the other person's thing, the same amount of effort. But the world doesn't always work like that. Damn, I didn't mean to get, I didn't mean to get into any of that today. Really, I just want to uh I want to talk about the Irishman today. I, I fucking finished the Irishman. That shit was amazing. Martin Scorsese, you have done it again. You have created a great piece of artwork because let's be frank, it is a great piece of artwork. And it's not just no no fucking movie, right? Every time it seems like Scorsese does something, it it's an event. It's a it's a thing. Like Netflix was so freaking proud of this movie that they got like two theaters in New York and did like a, a old timey uh, Chicago feel to the theaters and made it and made it this big event. You know, y'all theater companies can 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 really trip up and let Netflix get a couple more theaters in some big-ass cities. They already got two in New York, and they got two in California, in L.A. You let them start getting a couple here and there, and they start putting their own movies on the screen. Y'all gonna start really tripping out about the money they about to make because they how they set it up. They set it up like a you're you're stepping into a time warp into the movie. Like, you know, you walk in, you see the old cars, you see the old lighting, 
it's an event. But nevertheless, the movie was amazing. It, the art, I shouldn't even keep saying movie. The masterpiece was amazing because it was such a good fucking movie. It was three and a half hours long and it did not even feel like I was sitting there for three and a half hours. I I I loved every minute of it. I thought that I I think America has a fascination with the mob. I wow, that that's a wow, that bang the gavel on that, right? Like, oh, we didn't know that. But hear hear me out for a second. We all know America has a fascination with the mob. But I'm talking about we legit love crime stories. Like this is, I I don't I I guess our psyche is just we love the bad guy, I we love the good guy too, but when the good guy is a bad guy, and you're following the movie, like like okay, right here, well anti heroes right anti heroes or or. Like the story is following a a bad guy, but he's good to us. Scarface. Let's be frank. Scarface, fucked up individual, right? Fucked up individual in in the movie. Fucking completely fucked up. Tony Tony is out here. He a killer. He he's a drug dealer, killer. Anything under the sun. He he fucking fucking kills people and all that shit. But we love Tony Montana. We love him. We love Tony. Tony do cocaine. He do a fucking line and he ready to go. You know what I'm saying? We we all love Tony. Yet again, we see that, and we and we love it. We it's a fascination with Scarface, uh, American Gangster. This this for us us black people out here. Even though we love all the mob movies and everything, I think it's in a collect it's as a collective in America. We love all the mob movies and everything involved with true crime stories. It's just a thing. I don't know what what type of thing it is, but it's a thing. Look at uh, American Gangster, Frank Lucas. I fucking love that movie. I <laughs> I love that movie. I can I can watch American crime movies like for the rest of my life and be satisfied. Throw throw a little Gladiator in there, throw a little Troy in there, a little bit some Marvel movies and we we all set to go. Give give me a couple movies here and there to watch in between and we're we're all set to go. Troy is amazing. But look just just look at America's fascination with him. The the Godfather is is an epic. I that's like Homer's epic. Because it it's just a masterpiece of work. The third one, eh. The the third one, even though I say eh, it's eh compared to the first one. Alright, that's what I mean by eh. The third one is still great. Still a great movie. I I think man bro. I I think it it's on either day. I I think 
four days out the week, the first one is better than the second one. But on them three days, on them three days, the second one is better than the first one. It's an epic. Like all these movies are epic. One of my favorite movies, Casino, is a fucking crime story. <laughs> it's a fucking crime story. Like, just just look at it. All these classic Italian mob movies or just crime movies, period. All of them. All of them are just amazing. I think we love to see the the started from the bottom, now we're here. I think we love to see that because we all, I think that that's a little, you know what I think? It's just hitting me. It's just hitting me. Like that, that's the American in us. That's, that's like the, some of the story of our country really. Like, it's like the American dream. You know what I mean? Uh, hear me out. Let me t- let me take y'all on this on this journey because I'm figuring it out as I go as I'm talking about it right now, right? So, you how a, a lot of us I don't know everybody who listens to this background. I don't know all their background, but I can speak for my case, right? I didn't I didn't start out with everything. Right. Uh, It wasn't necessarily poverty, but it wasn't like middle class. It wasn't like. Like we didn't have everything, you know. That's just what it was. So. I, I think. And uh, it's a lot of people that go through that in this country where you, you, it's a struggle, right? It's a struggle. So, so in these movies, you, you see, you see the struggle. You see, you see them scraping and clawing to provide for them, for themselves and for the, the people around them. You see that struggle. You see that strife. And you you see yourself in those in those characters because you like, man, this is this is a situation. This is mine. This is my situation. This is where we come from. You know what I'm saying? This is what you're looking at now. You're looking at that. And then you're looking at them rise. You're looking at what they're going through to rise up to the occasion. You're looking at uh oh. We're doing this. You're you're looking at them uh do schemes, fucking fucking uh selling drugs, doing all this to make it to their goal. You you seeing them nonstop being hustlers at it. Being hustlers at their goal and trying to get there. Now everything doesn't have the the best means. But it's all about do the ends justify the means. And in the movie, like, you know, in your life, you're like a lot of us out here. 
that's listening to this. I would hope most of the people that's listening to this, if not all the people, aren't about to to murder someone for the uh do the ends justify the means, right? But we're seeing that in the people that they're doing what they have to do to survive and to thrive and to make it in America. Like this, like even though it has this dark spots, this is the American dream, people. This is what we've been been taught since birth. It's been taught since birth, the American dream, the fact that you can you can go from being a lowly impoverished person to 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 being to the top of our civilization that we have because you can go from being in the fucking gutter to being to living in a big house and to to be able to provide for your fucking family and to to know that your family ain't never going to have to work again to know that that your mama ain't going to have to struggle no more to know that your 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 kids not going to go without food like you had to go without food you know what I'm saying and you you looking at these characters develop that and to get to that point and i think that's why we're so fascinated with them because you're you're literally they they embody what you want what you want for yourself they embody all of that they embody your 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 dreams and your goals and you look at that on that silver screen and you see it and you like god damn it i want that to be me that's my fucking dream that's my dream to not struggle. That's my dream to be able to provide for me and mine, you know? And I, I think that's why it I think that's why their those stories are so beloved. America also America's love gangsters. What uh fifty cent I think one of his best lines was uh America guys thing for this gangster shit. You know? Like that that's just that ain't one of his best lines. That's one of my most memorable lines from uh, his song, A Hustler's Ambition. That's one of my favorite 50 Cent songs because I think it embodies it because America does have a thing for this gangster shit. They love me. Like, that. that that's the truth because we love gangsters because not only... Not only do we we love the story, but a lot of us don't like the fall. We don't we don't like the fall. We like to to have it to the heights of it. We love the the complete the start, the rise and the the peak because that that is uh our think our uh was that Hertzing's five uh five things of a person like in the in the top is like self actualization. I know I'm butchering this shit. I it I forgot the other the other four. But I know the main one is self actualization. That's like when when you literally provided for all your needs as a person. Like you you hit you hit the therapy mode like uh, what you doing for people and all, man, I'm butchering that. I am butchering that. I, y'all should go look that up. I think it's, is it hurting or it's, uh, no, it's not. Fuck. I, I don't remember. Y'all don't judge me on that shit. It's been a minute since I looked that shit up and actually had to study it for business class and stuff. So, 
I I think these stories are extreme and it helps that it's well told. It helps that it's well told. The Irishman, if you haven't seen it, is a great piece of art. If you haven't seen American Gangster, go watch it. Watch The Irishman. Watch Godfather. Watch it all because it's fucking amazing. Trust me, you're going to need at least like uh, a good week. A good week or a weekend. Just just sit down with either yourself, just by yourself because fuck, that's what I do a lot. Because I don't want nobody interrupting me. But I sit down with myself and I watch that shit. Or you have a significant other. Sit down there, get some popcorn, and just sit back and enjoy the fucking ride that is the American crime drama mob stories, the the just crime dramas because crime drama movies because they're amazing. They're amazing. And he added another one to the list. Another three and a half hour epic to the list. Because it is a beautiful fucking movie. And it deserves all the acclaim that it's getting. I don't want to spoil the reason why I'm not telling y'all a whole bunch of it because I don't want to spoil anything of the movie. It's a. I was I was surprised at at Pesci. I I was su- I was surprised by him because usually he's the he's the funny he's the funny loud brash guy that he plays in these movies like Casino and everything else like that. He's the brash one. He's the brash one, but in this, he chills out. He's a boss in this, and it was fucking good. It was fucking good. So another one's been added to the list. I hope y'all go check that shit out. And think a little bit about our fascination with fucking gangsters. Because I I think we just... I think we... I think we like... Gangsters and crime stories and outlaws and shit because part of us wants to be, like I said, the American, it's like the American way, American dream, picking yourself up by your bootstraps and you doing what you got to do for you and yours. And then at America in itself, you got to look in the essence of America because when we we all got our shit going on with America right now, what it is to us and everything. But it's a bunch of rebels. Alright? We rebelled. Rebelled from the crown. From England. Outlaws. A just a bunch of a bunch of fucking rejects that decided to say no. And that we want this to be ours. This our thing. Why the fuck are we doing that? Why the fuck should we give you our money, our taxation when we're over here and you're over there? Explain that to me. So, and in fact, we are outlaws. We became outlaws. That's what we became. And now when you fast forward, we have a fascination with outlaws because that is the essence of America because we have been taught that in school that we rebelled against something that was a fucking staple in an institution for thousands of years, but, or should I say for hundreds of years, very much hundreds of years, and we rebelled against that. So, there, that was, that was y'all history part for the day. 
Okay, that was our history part. And it it's a beautiful thing. I fucking love these movies. I get hype about them. Because that, that shit is amazing. Casino is still one of my favorite movies. I can sit down and watch that any day of the week. Godfather, I got to get ready for that shit. I got to just get... Casino comes on a lot more, but The Godfather, I got to I gotta sit down. I got to have something near me, like some popcorn or something like that, and just and just go to town. Just And I need no commercials so I can get through this shit. I need no commercials. Don't stop it. Let's just watch it the whole time. But that's what I wanted to talk to y'all about today. I hope y'all have a beautiful day. If y'all haven't seen none of these movies, go see them. I know y'all had to see Scarface. Fucking amazing. Al Pacino was great in The Irishman. It was fucking amazing. Uh, Rob De Niro, Bob De Niro, you was fucking amazing in this. Joe Pesci, you're amazing in everything I see you in. Like Scorsese, you did it again. I'm acting like he's going to listen to this. But hey, I hope y'all have a beautiful rest of y'all day. Watch those movies. Have a good one. And have a blessed time, yo. Hopefully, y'all have a blessed Christmas and everything. And uh, I'm going to talk to y'all before New Year's, but think of some New Year's plans. I'm already putting some New Year's plans into motion for myself. I'm thinking about going, doing it big this year because I'm not fucking working on New Year's. (laughs) I'm not fucking working on New Year's. Shit, I'm not working on New Year's or Christmas. So, goddamn it, it feels amazing. Uh, I'm trying to think of some plans to do for that, but I hope y'all have a beautiful rest of y'all day. Y'all know how we in this. Kayla, if you out there, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Maybe one of these days, she'll actually fucking find me, and that may be the, just the, the end-all be-all with the girl for me. You know what I'm saying? Still, everything is what it is. Y'all have a beautiful day.